Hey, everybody, and thanks for listening to Starting a Record Label. It's a podcast about starting a record label. This week, we have on David Camarena. David actually has a band called Heart Like War, which has done some extensive touring around the world even. But what we really focus on in this uh, interview is talking about his YouTube channel that he started called Today I Grew Up. David is a licensed therapist, but quit his job eventually and just started doing YouTube. So we talk about a lot of different things and a lot of different aspects of that YouTube realm and how he makes money, basically as his full-time job now. It's a lot of information. Thank you, David, so much. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do me a favor and subscribe. It goes a long way to help us continue making content. And if you're on Facebook, we actually have a Starting a Record Label podcast group, which has a lot of the uh, guests in it. We talk back and forth about uh, stuff that's going on in the music industry right now. It's a great time. You can talk to me there. And uh, yeah, last but not least, if you are a band and you are interested in being on the label, Uh, and being on the podcast please head on over to nottodayrobot.com and click submit and basically you can send me all your information and i'll take a listen and i'll get back to you but without further ado david camarena so what's going on with you i haven't talked to you for a while a lot i have a lot going on i was actually in the well i just finished filming two hours and 38 minutes for a one minute scene for my youtube channel So, so it's like a lot of patience and time to make these videos, but the fans go nuts and like I've built quite the following and everybody loves what I do. So I, I have to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, like I don't want it to go stagnant. I'm really building that building to a hundred thousand subs, you know? Nice. Um, so it's working. Uh, I'm getting like a thousand subs a week right now so consistently. So it's working, you know? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, like, Go ahead and tell everybody because I already hit record. Go ahead and tell okay. everybody who you are and uh, kind of like the dual kind of thing of what you're doing right now. Sure. Hey, everybody. I am uh, David Camarina, also known on YouTube as Today I Grew Up. I'm also the singer and songwriter of a band called Heart Like War, which I play guitar and write music for um, pop punk. And we have fun. We tour the world sometimes when it's not COVID season. And I really enjoy myself in music and YouTube as my my passions and now they're my full-time jobs um i'm just one of the lucky people who could say that in 2020 i think (laughs) Hmm. so very cool which is tough it's tough out there for people right now (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty crazy i kind of quit my job at the beginning of the year and then yeah it was kind of weird like oh it's like oh well i guess i was going to be without a job anyway (laughs) right right that's true that's true yeah uh how did so so you uh weren't uh what did you do before what did you do before youtube and, and so, yeah, so before YouTube uh, became a YouTuber full time, um, I was a marriage family therapist, which I still am. I'm registered through the Board of Behavioral Sciences. So I'm very much still a therapist. I'm just not um, I, as of October 1st, I quit my job. But for the last nine years, I've been uh, working as a therapist in mental health from ages Uh, clients ages three to 55 in a mental health crisis or with a mental health disorder that I helped um, help them in different inpatient and outpatient settings. So my, my, my background is a bachelor's in psychology, a master's in psychology with an emphasis in marriage family therapy. So I'm trained to work with individuals, couples, families, kids, teens, doesn't really matter, uh, old, young or old. Um, I'm trained to help them as a therapist. Nice. Yeah. Like, I feel like in like the, I guess it could just 
be artists in general, but in like mm-hmm. the like the music realm and even probably even the, in the YouTube realm. Right. I feel like that would be super helpful because oh, yeah. <laughs> artistry in general kind of just just like ah, ah, the entire time. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, ever since I was young, I've always looked at my toys instead of playing with it. I always my mom said I used to just observe them, <laughs> like mm-hmm. look at the details. And I guess since early on, I was just very curious in how the human mind works. You know, why do why do people do what they do? Why are things the way they are? I was always trying to like unravel the world in this abstract kind of like Rubik's cube, trying to figure out personalities or personality types or even disorders. I didn't understand what that was. And I used to kind of life coach my friends and family before I knew what it was. And then I realized, oh, you can get paid to talk to people for a living. This is something I want to do. (laughs) You know, that's really cool. Um, So that's what got me into psychology. And yeah, it really uh, woke me up to life and I grew as a person. Uh, I, I know I struggled with depression and anxiety most of my life. Um, and it was unmedicated, of course. I'm not medicated now or anything, but it was it was severe enough where I was like, okay, something's going on. So a lot of therapists who go into this field usually struggle with mental health themselves, which mm. I think is good because it only not only do we fix ourselves, we can now help people and relate to them saying, hey, you know what? I struggled through similar things too, through mm-hmm. traumas or other other things that you may have going on. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's it's hard to quantify that because it's just like almost a decade in mental health. At this point, I've worked with hundreds of clients. I still have pro bono cases that I do on the side right now as like a, you know, while I'm not working as a therapist for the county, I could still take on some pro bono cases for free Mm -hmm. because I want to give back to the community. Um, And that's what I always tell people like it's let's move away from being a keyboard warrior. Let's move closer to being somebody who takes action within your community and do good because people get frustrated. It's like, yeah, you can't change the world, but you can change, maybe influence the world around you where you're placed in your community, in your town. What can you do in your city to get involved? Um, So like I'm looking at the Salvation Army right now to get involved for their, they have an angels mission uh, program so we can help like serve the needy, and families of the community. And I encourage everybody out there, if you have time or if you're blessed and you can give back, reach out to the Salvation Army if you need help or if you want to get involved. Um, so things like that, it just, it makes me feel better to like know I'm just taking action and not just being a pacifist keyboard warrior, I guess, so to speak. Mm. <laughs> if you, yeah, I feel there's a lot know, of that so, like negativity right. in the world going around, especially yeah. now since there's a lot more people at home. So. Right, yeah. So I'm always cool. for that positive change. Let's take positive action. Um, the stuff I do, it's not for me. I don't try to do this to boast and show off and say, look at me, I do all this stuff. And it's really meant to inspire people. And I even tell that to people on my YouTube channel, work hard, put your mind to it, never give up. And you, and you can dream big and you can accomplish anything. So if you just keep that work ethic, uh, I'm trying to inspire people to change. I'm trying to inspire people to do more. Um, because if we just are too pacifist, um, you know, things can happen. We could start getting swayed to an opinion or maybe we lose sense of who we are. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something I always try to kind of not like shove down people's throats, but I like to model as an example of, well, if you're feeling down, let's let's get to a better place, you know? Yeah. So it's my inner therapist coming out too. And that's in <laughs> that bleeds into my YouTube, that bleeds into my music with positive messages about mental health. And so I'm always trying to kind of cross-platform everything this is who I am, my persona. Let me inspire you for change, for good. Um, all that good stuff. <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah. Well, I think I talked to you like a little bit about like what I had kind of planned on doing and the starting of the sure. podcast, you know. Sure. Um, 
my focus is going to be a lot more on you know uh, digital media, whether it be you know YouTube or, or video and et cetera, not just oh, um, yeah. recording music and throwing it out to the ether, hoping someone picks <laughs> it up, <laughs> right? Uh, which is what most artists do. So, mm-hmm. as someone who kind of went from like just being in a rock band and having like a day job to having a rock band, having a day job, and then all getting thrust into like the popularity of what you started on YouTube. Yeah. Go ahead and walk me through that from the beginning, I think. The process of growing from a YouTuber to now? Yeah, um, like how yeah. it started and, and maybe what you ran through when sure. cause it's gotten pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten huge. It's, it's really insanely huge now. But this is how it started. So basically, I work a very draining job. You know, I, I give myself, I'm, a, and I'm an empath, so I feel people's energy. So I come home and I have to hear another trauma story about a rape story or abuse or some horrible thing. And which is good because I get to process that with them and they could get better. But I come home and I'm like, you know what? I want to do something that's totally not serious. <laughs> like, let me just have fun. And so I did an unboxing review of a hoverboard, a Mattel hoverboard. Um, and I remember I opened that and it was just like, this is my passion. I love movies. I love movie props. This is really fun. I'm just going to, it's a hobby. So I'm just going to unbox toys and do little toy reviews. Maybe I can inspire people like, hey, check out my video uh, just for fun. So it was my mental health outlet for coping, a coping skill is mm. to make videos. Um, and then through time, I realized, hey, Google AdSense could put ads on my videos and I can get paid some money for that. That's cool. So I signed up for Google AdSense. Um, this was like seven years ago, mind you, eight years ago. And then I started making like $100 a month. That was, And I remember how blown away I was. I was like, $100 just for fun money? Like, this is cool. <laughs> I just unboxed a toy and now I'm getting paid for this? What is this? Like, mm. So my mind just started spinning like, okay, I'll do this as a side hustle, like a side thing. But I didn't think much of it. And for years, I would say like four years, five years, I just made 100 bucks a month. That was, It never grew, mm. really. I would like grow a little bit, a little bit. But then something in my mind changed in 2018. It was like a mind, mind shift. And I realized, what am I doing with my life? Like, I'm getting really drained from mental health. I need to balance my life better. Maybe I should pursue YouTube as a possible career and just work really hard until I get some good income. And so I just started looking at my channel no longer as a hobby. I looked at it as a brand. As soon as I thought of my business as a business and as my business building a brand, um, my whole life changed. Um, I got a guy to develop a logo for me. I started fronting the logo. I started cleaning up my channel and put, you know organizing the playlist, putting nice banners, um, having a format to my videos. So they actually made sense. Started pay attention to the audience and saying, huh, don't fall in love with your content more than your audience. Give the people what they want from you because that's why they're at your channel to come get something from you they want. Um, so as soon as I started looking at my clients like uh, well, my audience, like a client, basically in mental health, I'm like using my psychology. How can I grow my audience and keep them happy, um, but also enjoy what I do because I don't want to just be fake on there. I want to be genuine. So I was always into toys and all that. So I started doing some crazy experimentation. Suddenly from 2018 to 2020, last year I grew it to 8,000 followers and then hustling like a video almost every day for like a month. I did that and just started trying everything things started hitting a million views, 2 million views, 3 million views, 4 million views. Um, and now I've grown to 55. I'm about to hit 56,000 subscribers and I'm getting one to 2 million views a month. And I have like 33 million lifetime hits on my channel and views, which is like 
blows my yeah. mind. <laughs> so, so now it's like, okay. And now my paychecks are no longer a hundred dollars a month. They're, I'm making more money now a month in the thousands range that I ever did as a therapist. So it's like, okay, so it pays to be a YouTuber, but it, it, it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of sleepless nights going to bed at two, three in the morning. I don't know how I did it because looking on it now, I'm like, I was insane energy because it was really hard to get where I am right now. I got to tell you, I was working 80 hours a week and, you know, 40 hours at my job, 40 hours outside my job. It felt like I never slept. And I had a band on top of that. I would still band practice. I would still play shows. I would do little tour runs here and there. So it, it was crazy. Uh, I'm just glad I, I stayed sane through it and I, I fought hard and, and now I'm here. I'm successful. And it's like, I want to keep that success growing and, and moving. Um, so I'm taking it as a blessing and just running with it. <laughs> yeah. I'll like explain. Uh, I, I think we kind of jumped past uh, explaining what your, your channel's about. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for those of people who don't know, um, my channel's called Today I Grew Up. And that's my moniker. It's actually based off of a song I wrote back in 2009 for Heart Like War. It was called Today I Grew Up. It's kind of like that self-realization of growing up. You know, I've applied a deeper meaning to it now, but it's just about growing up, basically. Um, not forgetting your inner child. Um, and the channel is called Live Action and Reviews. That's the tagline. So basically what I do is I take movie scenes from like Home Alone, Jaws, or Indiana Jones, or Toy Story. And then I recreate the scenes using action figures or Funko Pops. I build elaborate sets. I set things on fire. I use fishing lines, <laughs> stop motion sometimes. I do all kinds of crazy stuff. And people love it. They go crazy for it. And I also do regular toy reviews and I give my personal opinion. I don't, I'm not sponsored by any toy companies except for mm -hmm. one now, but I'm, I'm usually very, very, very honest. Um, I'm not just going to say it's good just because I want to protect the company or anything. Yeah. You know, I'm very honest yeah. on the channel. And I think that being genuine on that channel helps me grow because people are like, oh, this is just a guy we can relate to as a collector ourselves or a fan of these movies like Back to the Future, Toy Story, you know, whatever I post on my channel. Hmm. So it's a lot of movie content related, um, but also just fun and fun in general, fun collectibles and all that kind of stuff. And vlogging cool. now. I've expanded to vlogging and, you know, I'll go to Disney World or Disneyland and film my adventures and people love that stuff too. So a lot of Disney related content as well. So it's been fun. <laughs> it's yeah. been great. You'd mentioned uh, cross-platforming earlier. Yeah. Um, have you kind of tried to do some similar stuff with your band? Yeah. So the great thing about having a band and having music is I could use the music on my videos. <laughs> so uh, today I grew up, if you go to my channel trailer, if you watch a video and there's a, it hits you with an intro, the music in the background is all my band, Heart Like War. So it's nice to have that cross, I call it cross promotion. So basically I tell people, hey, check out my band. Hey, if you like the music in the trailer, it's always in the description links. I've had thousands of hits on my music video now because of that cross promotion. Hmm. So people will say, oh, I'm a fan of Today I Grew Up. I'm a fan of Heart Like War. I'm a fan of his band. Because I start, you know, it wasn't like, it was just a very gradual, like organic growth. And that's what I'm really hmm. focused on as my, I'm growing this. It wasn't you have to, Yeah, it wasn't pushed. You have to do things organically. Like people hit me up all the time and they're like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? I'm like, if you have to force people to watch something or hear something, you're doing it all wrong. Hmm. <laughs> you have to think of focusing on your content. If your content's good, trust that people will come to you. And that's what I've done is I really focus so much on my content that people will start organically coming versus me 
paying for ads or, or I'm not saying those things don't work, but I, I rather just grow organically than spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on Google, um, you know, advertising or paid promotions. Mm -hmm. It's just not my thing. I love organic growth because I feel like it's the most authentic and genuine, but you can still support yourself and make a living. Um, and, and there's no limits to where you can grow. I feel. Yeah. So yeah cool sorry it was a long answer but. no no it's fun i love long answers <laughs> yeah, good. it gives me time to think about what i'm going to ask next no problem <laughs> no problem i hope that answers your question no it did 100 <laughs> percent. like awesome well like you know i want to be able to have like a band and kind of do something similar with with them to where we can split up like you're, you said you're doing vlogging now you're doing other things now yeah like have as much content out there as possible grow. to organic great organically grow the band's fan base. Right. And right. uh how hmm how am I gonna how am I gonna there there's gonna a secret too I left out. Um Go ahead. you know you have to sometimes take something that's already famous or popular and mm -hmm. then make it your own and make it your own creative spin. For example, like Alien Am Farm. We probably would not be talking about Alien Ant Farm if they didn't cover that Smooth Criminal song or we heard that Smooth Criminal song that they got famous for. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's just so many examples in history of people who've used a cover song or they used a uh, something that was already famous, but then they made it their own to launch a platform from. And mm -hmm. this is exactly what I've done is I, I take things like popular films where Toy Story, they were already, it's a billion dollar you know, revenue maker, every movie makes a billion dollars now in the last two films. Um, the promotion's already made for me. If I just come in and step in as a fan and just start doing what I do, you know, suddenly I can create a platform and, and it's like, oh, by the way, I have 55,000 followers now and a million hits or 2 million hits a month. Let me take advantage of this. And hey, while you're here, listen to my band. <laughs> you know, like you like the music, check this out. And so I have a platform now where people become fans of me as a person um, because they're a fan of what I'm a fan of. And suddenly it's like, we've grown this to the next level mm -hmm. together, you know? Yeah. I mean, letting people know like who you are and kind of the things yeah. that you enjoy, I feel like exactly. it would make it a lot deeper. Yeah. It starts with passion. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Toy Story is, I'm so passionate about Toy Story. I, it's a, it's just so hard for me to just say why. It's not just one reason. I love story writing. I love character development. I love art. So when I see a character like Woody or Buzz Lightyear, I'm not thinking of just the toys. I'm thinking about the artists behind a computer who designed these things. I'm thinking about, you know, how did they come up with the color schemes and the functionality of these toys and, and the personalities and the voice actors. And so I'm starting to think about all these things. And it's just like, I love art. I love when people create art. And to me, Toy Story is a work of art. And um, I'm passionate about that art. And it's not just Toy Story, it's other films like Jaws or Indiana Jones or whatever I'm into. Back to the Future, another one with the hoverboard. It's just like, it takes you away from everyday life into a fantasy land. And it takes you to another place of, for me, it's inspiration, motivation. It's I'm a dreamer, you know, I'm a creator. I have to create, otherwise I will go crazy. That's just my personality. I'm a creator, a dreamer. So re relating with people who are like me, it excites me about life. And I'm like, I want to do something cool too. I want to do something creative also, even if it means taking something that's already created, but then I recreate it to make it my own. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you're doing the channel and you're making yeah. money on AdSense. Yes. What other things uh, have you or are you like moving in, moving towards to kind of make 
maybe not make more money is like i need to be, make yeah. more money but to kind of monetize that in other ways to kind of hedge around just the oh AdSense. yeah so i'm sure the so adsense goes up and down depending yeah so yeah that's a very great question i always recommend people to in- maximize and increase your revenue as much as possible because as much as i love to dream and create None of this would be possible because I still have rent and groceries to buy, pay for and student loan bills and all these other things. Hmm. And I'm to sure one it, month is going to be more than yeah. the next, you know, so. Yeah. So to live in, li- in the real world, <laughs> which I have to remind myself to do, we need to create revenue streams. So I always tell people, um, if you're going to be a YouTuber or a blogger or whatever it is, musician, what, I've, what I'm doing right now is actually I'm going to launch a website called todayigrewup.com. It's in development right now. I'm going to have a store on there that's going to sell physical goods. It's also going to sell digital goods um, in terms of my YouTube channel. There's now a join button where people can buy like custom badges. So when I'm in a live chat, in super chats, they can tip me money. I've already mm-hmm. had some tips, which is really weird. I'm just talking and they tip me. Or they start buying the emojis and then they, they, I get paid from that. And then um, also affiliate marketing is so I've signed up through Amazon. Mm-hmm. I've signed up through fun.com. There's other websites I've partnered with for affiliate marketing. And so I can put a link on there. So when I'm talking about a product on my channel, hey, if you want to buy this, check my link down below. It'll take you right to the product page. And I get a cutback from that. Mm-hmm. So I've done affiliate marketing. I'm building a website. I'm doing a PO box so people could send me stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's other things where I can grow my revenue streams. And, and then as well as joint, making a Patreon. So I made a Patreon account. I already have two or three people on there right now, still growing it. So people per month can pay me like th- up to, from $3 up to $20 a month to support me um, to continue to do what I do. And I offer, in return, I offer them some exclusive content like behind the scenes videos, behind the scene photos, things that are coming up on my channel before any the public eye could see them. You guys get a preview of that, how I make my videos, et cetera. So there's some perks that I offer if people want to subscribe to my YouTube channel or the Patreon. So these are other revenue streams I've opened up where it's kind of like, it's not just dependent on Google AdSense. If something goes happens with that, I can at least have support through Patreon, through affiliate marketing, through mm-hmm. um, you know my website. Um, so I'm definitely setting that up right now to continue to increase my revenue streams. Cool. So, which is important, I think, for any content creator, because, like you said, if I have a bad month, or maybe for some reason, at, at revenue is not paying so much AdSense revenue, you have a backup plan or another stream of income coming in somewhere else. Yes. Know? So yeah, yeah, that's important. I, I mean, you, you never know what's gonna. I mean, for, to be honest, one day YouTube could just drop off the face of the earth, and sure, I'm like, okay, sure. wait, you need maybe a sure. mailing list. You need this or that, you know. So to be yeah, able to contact the people or moving from one platform to another, you know, it's that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of that like could happen. Democratization <laughs> of it all, you know. It's, <laughs> that it's could, kind of yeah, awesome. it, you know, if two, YouTube ended tomorrow, I would not freak out personally. I would be like, you know what? I still own the videos I've created. I have a backup mm-hmm. of them. Why don't I launch them on my website and then find other ways to get revenue from advertising that way? You know, at mm-hmm. that point, I already have this following. It helps too, because wherever I go, people start following me. So that's something that's potentially great about it. Um, but, you know, for now, 2020 has been wonderful for me in terms of revenue. AdSense has not gone down. If anything, they're just advertising more streaming services. Mm-hmm. People are at home, stuck at home watching videos. So that's only helping my YouTube channel grow at this moment. Cool. So, yeah, it's definitely been great. I've been very one of the lucky ones for sure in this process for building a, a business in 2020, basically mm-hmm. uh, online. So, 
Yeah, it's been crazy. <laughs> so, okay. So have have you kind of? It's probably been somewhat hard to kind of be kind of thrown into thrust into all of that, like information wise. Yeah. You know, like trying to like, okay, Patreon, I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. I got to figure out these super chats. Got to do other things, probably yeah. getting into Twitch and other things you're doing and yeah, whatnot. And sure. so like, how hard was it to kind of take in all that information? You know, I, all this information and knowledge that I've attained now has been Honestly, in the last two years, I want to say it goes back to two years of grinding. Um, back in 2018, uh, when I started taking this on as a business, I was like, okay, by 2019, I want at least 10,000 subscribers, right? Or I want at least, you know, by this year, my goal was 50,000 subscribers and I already passed that. So every year I kind of was like, okay, this is what I have. This is what I'm doing. What can I do to continue to grow this? Um, so this year was the year of, okay, let's just go as hard as I can, <laughs> which mm -hmm. was start my Patreon, you know, make sure my other revenue streams, like building website, getting a PO box, keeping the fans happy, building my community tab on YouTube, my stories tab on YouTube, my Instagram, relay them back to YouTube. So I'm starting to think about cross promotion. I'm thinking about here's my audience. Where do I keep them busy while I'm in between videos? Give them some fun stories, give them some fun community posts do some community engagement because if you don't keep your community engaged, it's not going to really work, but that's mm -hmm. the way I approached it. Um, going forward was, um, you know, how am I going to keep the audience entertained, but also how am I going to keep maximizing my growth? It was, it wasn't stressful. It was just a lot of homework. Uh, and for anybody who wants to do this, it's not impossible. I, I came from nothing and I did it. It's just your work ethic, your passion, your drive. If you want it bad enough, you'll enjoy it. And that's why I was with psychology. Nobody wants to read 77 chapter thick psych books, but I did it because I loved it. So mm -hmm. do things you're passionate about, because if you're not passionate about this, you're not going to realistically, you might not do it <laughs> because, mm -hmm. because what for me to be here was constant want and failure was not an option. The constant drive, you know, I wanted to be a YouTuber so bad. I was like, if I have to read 10 hours or, of this ebook or watch this guy's tutorial about how to grow your YouTube channel. And it's like a boring guy. I, I sat myself through I it because I, I want, yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? I want to be successful. And I was like, I'm going to put in the work and I did it and it was worth it. It paid off. And now I have all this knowledge where I'm going to start selling YouTube coaching services on my website. Once I launch it, I'm going to start selling this information because it's very valuable now that I've seen it grow for me. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure that if people apply the same kind of attitude or step-by-step -step approach that I have for YouTube, you can also grow your yourself a, business, a YouTube business successfully. Um, it's just, it takes patience, drive, commitment, good work ethic, all, et cetera. So you have to want it bad enough, you yeah. know, kind of like therapy. You won't do good in therapy unless you want to be a better person. You're not going to change, <laughs> you know? So same with work and business. If you want it bad enough, you're going to have to want to put in that work to make mm -hmm. it work. Do you so, think yeah. that, uh, like what I'm trying to do is possible with like a group of people? Cause you're, you being in a band, yeah. knowing probably the heads that get butted, and yeah. everything else that goes on. Do you think that that's possible and and smart to do? <laughs> I think I think having a team of people is one of the smartest things, but also one of the things where you have to be careful about as well. Because I'm a big believer in DIY, do it yourself. 
if we stretch too thin with too many people, I'm sorry to say, but like, you can't always rely on other people to do things for you. Um, even if you're paying them too, because <laughs> mm. as you know, like every workplace, there's always somebody there who's like, maybe not meant for the part, or maybe they don't put a hundred percent like you do. And even in my band, um, when I met Anthony Cannell, the drummer I have now, you know, we, we were always on whoever we let in our band, they have to want this as bad as us. They have to work as hard as us. Um, otherwise it's not going to work. So if you do build a team of people, it's not about being mean because some people invite their friends or relatives and it's like, well, just make sure they want this bad enough too. And there's mm. something in it for them. Otherwise you're not going to get that commitment and you might slow you down in growing your business. So I would say, Few people, the possible, but the community you do build, the two, the, the group you do have, make sure everybody is on the same page and wants the same things. Because if they, if that you can't answer that, you're not going to probably be successful in what you're trying to achieve as a group or as a team of people. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely be mindful of that. Um, but I have a great team of people for Heart Like War. We've built that over the years. Um, we have a little crew, we call it, and we have a lot of helping hands like photographers, videographers. We have bookers we have a bunch of people that help us behind the scenes but it took time for us to get there and trust and build these relationships um because i didn't know these people two years ago and Mm. you know so so you know it's 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 a uh, it's like you have to learn from your experiences you know if you Mm. if if you're looking stagnant after if you look at your life the last two three years and it's pretty stagnant and there's not a lot of growth change is scary but that's what your focus should be you need to focus on this doesn't work i need to reformat how can i grow from here um and just keep trying just keep going but also don't repeat the same mistakes of the past otherwise you're always going to be neutral and you're never going to see that spike of growth and that's really important yeah do you have uh, a team for the channel um so my wife helps me for my Mm -hmm. channel (laughs) she's my business manager my website builder nice my I, I budget myself, so I, I take care of the money and finances for the channel. But she takes care of like website building. She actually stands in and helps me with some live actions. I have hired actors in the past, like I'll hire somebody for a shot or a scene. Um, but those are just one-off participations. But but today I grew up and my my business is basically just me and my wife uh, who's helped me. Um, and that's it. So it's a team of two people, you know, and yeah. she's not even hands-on all the time. I, you know, I come up with all the ideas. I, I do all the execution. I film, I edit, I do everything else. Um, but, you know, it's not impossible. If I can grow this and I'm just one person and I just have one partner to help me, anybody could really start growing it. Because um, it didn't take a team of people for that. The band was actually harder to get where it was now when mm-hmm. used more people than my YouTube channel. That's for sure. So it was a lot easier to build a YouTube channel, let me tell you, than a band, <laughs> especially in the pop punk genre. You know? Yeah. So definitely harder. Bands are, it's hard to be in a band and it's expensive to be in a band. You know? Yeah. So, and that's so a whole would, other thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Seriously though. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, what advice would you give a band that wants to kind of jump into this realm? I would say always, always remember number one, quality, over quantity um a lot of times people just put something out and they're like we're trying we're doing it so we're fine in reality that could hurt you uh (laughs) you know because people are pretty critical on the internet these days i have to be so careful about what i put out on my youtube channel because people will look at my backdrop right here and be like you move that toy to the left or it's not it's missing where is it (laughs) and i'm like wow okay like i wasn't even (laughs) 
like it's on the floor because I was working on it earlier. Okay. <laughs> so it's like as a band, people have to remember people are critical and there's trolls and whatever. But for mm-hmm. the most part, do the best you can to deliver the best because people are critical and they're going to they're gonna judge. That's what they're there for. Yeah. But if you do a good quality product and you really believe in what you're doing, then you're doing the right thing. No matter how many haters you may have, if you're doing your best you can and you're you're putting in the work, that's that to me is the basic step one advice is like quality over quantity and make sure you have the best possible recordings for the best possible budget that you have and you're doing the best for what you have and make those social relationships grow those networks you know i've been humbled to be friends with mxpx and slick shoes um and other bands like that five iron frenzy and so i've had leonor help me with a song my car has jumped on stage with us i've recorded with him uh, we've opened up for Slick Shoes. Um, so I'm buddy-buddies with the bands I grew up listening to. And it, it took years to develop those relationships, but they're my friends. And I think the music community starts getting smaller when you start connecting. Mm-hmm. And everybody really wants to help each other out. And, and you know, the only, the only way I, you can get there is don't be afraid to ask ask for you know ask for help or or go to your favorite lead singer or a band member or somebody else even if they're not famous and say hey can you help me i need some help um these people actually want to help you and i'm testament to that you know i i grew these relationships and so relationships are important you know helping each other out is important you know and making sure you're doing it for the right reasons you know um if you're just doing it for fame or money, you might fit burn out and fail pretty quick. Uh, I do music because it's my life. I, I am a musician. And I think that that really counts. Are you doing it for the right reasons, quality over quantity and develop positive relationships. And there's really no limits to where you can grow and where you can go. Uh, you just need to try. And that's probably my best advice for any upcoming band is just keep being mindful of those categories because they really do affect your overall band and performance and have a good relationship with your band members and hang out and don't just do music stuff. Get to know them as people, make sure they're compatible with you and you guys believe in the same things and have the same mission and common goals. So Mm. it's really important. That's very important. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who I was talking to a while ago, but they were like basically uh, being in a band is kind of like being married to four people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what the- it's like a marriage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes on the dad or the mom role, you know, <laughs> Anthony Canal, the drummer, he's also the same. He's like a mom or dad. We fight sometimes and get into it, but no, it's just like brotherly love, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, we all have the same visions, the same passions, the same drive, commitment and beliefs into what we do and all that stuff really matters. And although we have our differences, it makes us stronger and doesn't divide us. And that's the most important, you know, you want to have diversity, but make sure you guys get along like a family. <laughs> you know? mm. it, is, it is very much a family uh, or a marriage, like you said. So <laughs> cool, cool. that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Uh, oh, okay, thanks cool. so much for coming on, man. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, really no appreciate it. I've really loved following yeah. your channel and seeing what thanks. you've been up to in the last few years. I mean, cool. it's kind of cool to catch up. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's always a fun time to hang out. And, you know, I really uh, want to let people know out there, you know, like, don't ever think that you can't do something. Don't ever let someone tell you you can't do something. The only person you stopping you from following your dreams is you. So if you change your attitude and your mindset, you can not accomplish anything. So the last thing i want to tell people <laughs> very cool yeah <laughs> so heartlikegore.com youtube.com slash today i grew up instagram today i grew up anything today i grew up or heart like war google me you'll find me if you guys want to talk some more 
I'm here for you guys. <laughs> and I'll tag all that stuff in the description. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, David. Thanks, man, for coming yeah, on. I'll talk to you no later, problem. all right? Take care. Peace. See ya. <laughs>